Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a University Challenge Appreciation Podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Yvonne. Yvonne, I'm a little sad. Why? Well, because it's the last proper episode of University Challenge for 2020. Oh no! But that does not mean this is the last episode of I Got That One for 2020. Because definitely not. We'll be having a couple of special ones over the Christmas break mm-hmm. because I refuse to believe that the special ones that happen at Christmas are real or exist or anything. Yeah, that's. I was worried about what I was going to do with my life now. I know. Imagine what you have to do for two weeks at Christmas. I know. What do you think you're gonna do? Spend time with family? Ha! <laughs> Hey everybody, we cap off a very interesting season of University Challenge with actually I would say a pretty good uh, last round of 2020. I definitely think so. And I think it goes to show that you can't rely on one person. Mm, uh, I think that's something that's been proven time and time again. Yes, but it's very emphatic here because... Definitely, this is a prime example of that. Absolutely, and Mm. also that sometimes uh, uh, you need to pay attention to all the teams. And also that sometimes the best player may not necessarily be the best choice for captain. Indeed. Oh, mm. we're really uh, putting so many spoilers up front, huh? Yes, yes. Woof. Although, hasty. I have to say, if there's anyone who listens to this podcast without watching the episodes, <laughs> I want to meet you and just know what do you get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm not going to... Hey, I'm not complaining. Yeah. I, I just want to know what it is. Is it our sparkling personalities? <laughs> hey, of course. Is it trying to guess what happened from how we're describing it, often fairly poorly? I mean, this is an excellent podcast. I don't know. It's a fantastic podcast. Mm. I just... Anyway... So, uh, it is Corpus Christi versus Magdalen Cambridge. Yes. And Corpus Christi Oxford is most famous for having Sean Webb. Uh-huh. He is notorious in the um, quiz world in the UK. Yes, he he's been doing rounds be. for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Quite the phenom. Indeed. And this time he is captain. Yes, he's captain. So, let's go through the team again. We last Absolutely. saw them um, a couple of months ago. Oh, it's been a while now, yeah. I think back in August. Yes, when they played Bristol. Mm-hmm. So we had um, Cherry, who has graduated in English, mm-hmm. uh, Zayman from South Africa doing biochemistry, uh, Webb, now the captain, doing ancient and modern history, and Morris, um, who's a reserve, doing physics. He comes in replacing a former captain, Sermon. Yes, who I remember not having that much of an impact. He actually did not have any starter questions. And something else I've forgotten, they have a huge mascot. Did yeah. You see that pelican? Yeah, it was kind of sitting down as well. I know, it was sitting a bit down strange. In, a, in a bit of a human way. It was yeah, a, I know. A bit distressing, actually, looking at it. disconcerting, indeed. And then facing them, we have Madeline Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Maudlin Cambridge. Yes, uh, so same team, Byrne doing maths. Davies from the US, who's graduated in history. Lawson, the captain, doing maths. Medicine and pain doing theology for ministry. Yes, I remember her degree standing out to me. Yeah, me too. Now, the last time we saw them play, I think we were more focused on talking about how University College Oxford kind of um, mm. wet the bed with their performance. <laughs> yeah, this time they were up against a much more formidable challenge. Yes, however... It's also important to remember that they still scored very, very well in their first round. They did. And even if University College had not dropped their 25 points, they Mm. still would have won. Mm -hmm. It's just that, you know, you tend to look at where's a more interesting story when you're talking about these things. But Modern are a very strong team. I thought so. After this episode, I think they're a dark horse, to Mm -hmm. be honest, for Mm -hmm. the rest of the competition. Yep. I just want to especially mention their 
mascot. Oh, yes. Which was a very uh, scholarly robed bear. I don't know if it was a robe or um, It was a, a very big scarf. Yes, a bear with uh, these long white eyebrows. Yes, I like the <laughs> eyebrows. They were very funny. I thought that was pretty funny. So, moving on. So, as is to be expected, Webb was the first one to buzz in. Yeah. And I think he was the one who buzzed in the most. Definitely. So, he came in with, well, nine starter questions and he got six of those correct. Felt like it was more. Well, he buzzed in nine times. That's true. So it's still quite a lot. Yes, but it's still a high level of inaccuracy from uh, Mr. Webb here. Yeah, uh, just a shade uh, less than his first round where he came in with 10 starter questions. Oh, wow. And did he get all of those right? No, no. Oh, well, most of them, right? Most of them, yeah. And uh, this is where we saw... I don't think he's very comfortable being team captain. Yeah, I think that his his talents are not very well used as a captain. Yes, I think what was quite noticeable is that he didn't look at his teammates when they were conferring. He was just staring dead ahead. Yeah, so I could tell that he maybe was not very comfortable in that position. Yeah, I mean, it's mm. not... As though it's necessarily needed, because uh, if you look closely in the uh, ears of the contestants, you can see that uh, they have a um, headset in and they're all mic'd up. So, they so you can... can hear each other. Yeah, because of the glass panes having to separate Yeah, them. but I think kind of, you know, just looking at them... You miss a lot with uh, our having the eye contact. And, and that's kind of what makes a team dynamic. It kind of seals kind of relationship between all the And you can tell because and... whilst he did confer fairly often with Morris, yeah. I felt like Zayman and Cherry... Might as well have not been there for the entire match. Yeah, something I noticed was that Cherry had to sometimes suggest that he answer with whatever he had. Like, she had to say, like, okay, just answer. Just, you know, if you have a good guess, just say it, just say it. Because sometimes he would take a while to decide on what to say. Yeah, honestly, I think that she might have been a better choice for Captain. Because whilst she didn't necessarily have many answers, I feel like she was better kind of pushing him to answer I definitely think that's what I thought as well. And I think he... She would have had a better chance of, you know, turning around, looking at saying, uh, can I get something out of you? Can I get something out of you? Get yeah, involved in and then this. making that final decision. So Yeah, now yeah. there could be all kinds of reasons why uh, Sean was not comfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that he was bad at what he was doing. I think it's just a mixture of nerves. Yeah. Maybe this is not something he's used to doing. Yeah. And as you can see, he's incredibly competitive when it comes to <laughs> these kind of trivia questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, even when Morris buzzed him before he did, they're he on the same team and he still seemed a little bit frustrated. Yeah. Well, I did think that Webb actually made quite a few good guesses. Even when he didn't actually know the answer, there were many times where he made the correct guess. And my favorite was when he answered um, Julie Andrews. Oh, yeah. And he, had, he took such a long time to get there, but he did. It was, his, it was a guess, but it, it surprised him. It even tickled Paxman a little. Oh, yeah. I think um, I think Paxman really took a shine to him because yeah. I feel like he gave quite a bit of leeway to uh, the yeah, Oxford team. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. yeah. But also, I feel like Morris demonstrated that as well. A good level of deductive reasoning when it came to... I thought so. If you don't quite know what the answer is, you think about it logically, mm. uh, about something which is similar, and then you kind of come to a conclusion there. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting more of an insight into how these teams train for these mm, kind of questions, mm. but you're not just remembering the answers necessarily because that's not possible. Yeah. But you learn enough about the domain to where you can make an educated guess and do what's next. Kind of like how you work in academia. Mm-hmm, Most of it is true. educated guesswork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, and then speaking of that, right, speaking of team strategies, I also thought that for modeling, um, they actually had to buzz 
early quite often because of Webb. That's true. And yeah. it definitely bit them where they dropped points twice. Yeah, so they actually had eight whole interruptions, losing 10 points from that. Yeah, the first mm. one... This one is a bit weird because whilst I agreed that he should have, she should have given the full name Tracy Beaker for her answer, yeah, yeah. he was... He let them get away with Paxman. not giving a full answer. Mm. Yeah, Paxman let them get away with not giving the full name twice. Yes. Even after first asking for um, for the full name. So he seems to be on a real bent of saying, I need the full name of the people you're referencing. Yeah, he um, was a bit lenient to Webb. For sure. Um, well, Webb was able to give the full name. Yeah. But then I think he made it up um, for Maudlin with uh, Lawson's answer on Johansson. So, yes, the creator of the movements. Yeah, yeah. So I think he tried to balance it out. Paxman tried to balance it out. I suppose, although Payne looked a little bit affronted that uh, he got away <laughs> with it, but she didn't. Yeah, yeah. But in fairness, uh, she did interrupt early. Yeah. Well, more broadly, um, so Maudlin actually had a very slow start and they were trailing behind Corpus Christi um, for a good 20 minutes into the round. They were. They overtook briefly at the 12 minute mark, yeah, but yeah. then Corpus, uh, well, I'm sorry, Webb got back into the swing of things again. Yeah. And then it was actually in the last five minutes that Maudlin got a over 100 point gain. Yeah, they went um, from 55 to 185. Yeah, all in the last, I would say, five to seven, eight minutes. Yeah, I think the last time we saw something that impressive was in Imperial's first match against Strathclyde. That's what it reminded me of. So this was actually um, the most consecutive questions answered in the competition so answered far. Answered correctly. Yeah, at uh, 14. That is very impressive. Yeah, yeah, and with a very excellent showing from Burn, who seemed to wake up <laughs> the last five minutes. Burn was the one that really impressed me. Yeah, yeah. But then also Lawson was very good. Lawson was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Davies, Payne, actually, the whole team was very, very indeed, good, very strong, actually. Davies buzzed the least, yeah. but he was very involved in all the bonus questions Yeah, as well. I thought he was a very kind of stable presence. Both Davies and Payne maybe buzzed in a little less, but they were very, I think, strong, very reliable teammates. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. they definitely... Uh, pull their weights definitely and I think that's what was the cincture of this round yes because whereas it was either it's because of uh, lack of communication or maybe just because they were out of the elements but Mm. it honestly felt like half of the corpus team didn't really show up yeah yeah sadly yeah and Again, they're all kind of experimenting circumstances. We have to remember the year we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a great year to be focused yeah. on something as trivial as a yeah. trivia game. And I think also Corpus Christi, the, the team dynamics were, you know, shaken up a little bit. So you have a reserve, you have a new captain. So Yeah, I think mm. this is the first time we've had... A new captain. Yeah, a captain be subbed out. Yes. Which is very interesting. Yeah, so it's interesting how the captain can actually have a big role in making or breaking the team. Because if you remember um, Imperial from last season, it wasn't actually the best player who was the captain. Yeah. Yeah. So you had the best player there, but then the captain was someone else who was able to sort of... Pull everyone um, together. Pull everyone together and then also give... The, the best player on the team a chance to you know answer whenever he could and also it meant that when they were doing conferring it made yeah. sure that Brandon was not dominating proceedings yeah yeah and Brandon had actually had time to think about his answers and to you know work the answers out in his head exactly so yeah. I think that that was a very clever way of doing things I think so uh, so shall we talk about some of the questions a bit more sure after there were some really fun ones so Dickens made a comeback more specifically Martin Chiselwick <laughs> yeah Chesselwit. However you pronounce his name. (laughs) 
Yeah, so... He was finally an answer. Yeah, he was finally an answer. It wasn't David Copperfield this time, but finally Martin Chazalowitz. I'm sure uh, Jackson is uh, very happy that it was finally an answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. And also a real fun one was um, questions about scientific terms where okay. the answer was part of TARDIS. Oh, yes. Because that uh, rewards both your scientific knowledge and your pop culture knowledge. Of course, yes. Do you know what TARDIS stands for? Time and Relative Dimension in Space. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just a fun little tidbit. Yeah, yeah. And also the first picture round was pretty cool for me. Yeah. Because it was um, empires based in Persia at the zenith of their power. Oh, yes. And then you have to guess what it is looking at um, concurrent empires of the time to mm-hmm. kind of give you a sense of time and space. Yes, yeah, so uh, play, people who play uh, Europa Universalis. Or uh, any of the Total War um, yes. entrants would uh, have really enjoyed this uh, round. Yeah, yeah, playing these games seems to be a very good strategy for a university challenge. Oh, for sure. And I got two of the four correct. Yeah, not bad. I also like the question on places that Wikipedia expressly says are not Azkaban. Yes, mm. which I find hilarious that they have to go for so many places where like an ab cab beginning and saying, no, this is not, not Azkaban. Azkaban. Stop it, you Potterheads. Yes, it made me wonder how the question setter came up with this one. So they must have wikipedia all these different places just to find how many of them had this specific notice at the beginning not to be confused with Azkaban yeah I think so. when you were doing research for setting the questions they must have <laughs> seen that pop up enough to realize this is a there's a trend here yeah, yeah. and the obvious one is Alcatraz because yeah. it is a prison, a prison island which I think actually is very similar to Azkaban it's probably an inspiration for Azkaban almost definitely because you know that horrible turf didn't have many original thoughts mm, okay sorry I <laughs> <laughs> I will not say her name. Yeah. Uh, Abkhazia, again, the name is kind of similar. Yeah. And uh, Ashgabat, um, that one is a bit more just, you know, people being lazy and not very bright online is probably what caused that. <laughs> yeah, so I found that pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And even the second picture round I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Because there was paintings of mm. anatomical medical lectures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty interesting. Yes, I like mm. the Rembrandt one especially. because Anatomy th- lesson. Yes, I think I've seen that one in person, maybe. Yeah, we might have. Yeah, I also like the music round where we had uh, musicals where characters would appear in drag. Yeah, that one was an interesting one. Yeah, it's um, much more upbeat, much more interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything about musicals apart from the very few that I was forced to listen to growing up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, the uh, downsides of having a musical theatre sibling. Yep. Yeah, so it was a nice uh, change from the usual classical opera music round. Yes, finally, no yeah. more opera arias. Uh, I was getting I a little bit sick of it. Yeah, all right, so... I think it's now time to, before we go to the eponymous uh, section, to go yeah. to uh, the slightly less eponymous one. Honestly, I think people kind of forget about uh, this section a little bit sometimes. The, the stats corner. Yeah. I think that's just you, Tom. Absolutely not. That's fake news. All right. So, Maudlin Cambridge actually had uh, more starter questions. So, that was really towards the end, like we yeah. talked about. Out of 16, they got nine of those correct. Okay. Uh, Corpus Christi managed seven out of 11 starter questions, most of which were, you know, gotten by web. Bonus questions, that was where you could see also Maudlin being the stronger team this time. They got 21 out of 27 of their Oof. bonus questions. Yeah. And uh, Corpus Christi, 9 out of 21. So they were asked as many bonus questions as Maudlin got correct. Which is an obscene stat. Yeah, percentage-wise, it's a bit what, of a discrepancy. Yeah. How does that work out percentage-wise? So percentage-wise, it's interesting. Maudlin got about 78% of their bonus questions, whereas Corpus Christi only got 42% of their bonuses. Yeah, you could really sense the divergence there. Yeah, for sure. 
And I mean, it's not the biggest gap we've seen in this competition, mm. but it was quite significant, and you can really feel where something wasn't quite clicking with the Corpus team. Yeah, and then uh, Modlin, obviously, with twice as many interruptions as Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, as we said, they simply had to do that because they were up against Web, so they had to um, answer quickly as often as they could, and it, it cost them ten points, but they still uh, managed to win. Yeah, mm. and I think it's interesting that. They are another one of these teams which are a bit of a late bloomer. They kind yeah. of take a while to warm up. Mm. So can you imagine them playing Warwick? Ooh. Where just no points are scored for the first 10 minutes and they <laughs> both start racing against each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starting in a negative also. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the second or third time we've seen a team start with negative points and go on to win. Mm-hmm. Because Warwick did that in their first Definitely. round as well. yeah. So it just goes to show they are a very impressive team. Mm-hmm. And... I think that when we do our predictions uh, sometime next week, mm-hmm. we should definitely keep them in consideration because I think I will. this was a very commanding performance. Yes, yes. And now with Corpus Christi and Webb out of the running, that changes things a little bit. There have been some fairly high profile um, yeah. eliminations this time definitely. around. Definitely, huh? there have been, yeah. Yeah, because Webb's gone. Uh, St. Andrews, who were very, very commanding in their first yes. round. Also, uh, shock exit. Yes, actually, that was quite quite a sad exit as well. Yeah, it I really was. felt like it was not indicative of their performance in the first yeah, round. It definitely wasn't. So, mm-hmm. definitely been a few upsets so far. Mm, yeah. and, but that means there'll be some good television later on, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only thing you can hope for in these things. Yeah, yeah. So, before we end proceedings, Tom, shall we move on to our final segment? Yes, uh, mm. the best dress section. Indeed. Where there was a bit less to go on uh, this time around, yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah. But I feel like Zayman definitely uh, kept things uh, good with uh, his jacket. Yeah, my vote goes to Zayman as well. Very nice uh, grey uh, blazer. Yeah, very good. Uh, mm. Runner-up, I would say Payne. I really liked. She had a very nice shirt with fairly large uh, collar, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Nice uh, uh, pink uh, jumper. Oh, yes. The knitwear well. was uh, very nice. Yeah. There's been... A bit of a lack of knitwear, I'll be honest. <laughs> like, you expect more of it, because this is a university challenge, after all. Yeah. There should be cable knits, jumpers everywhere. I know. <laughs> but, you know, it, we still have time in the quarterfinals, so having to break out of their favourite jumpers. Yeah. Maybe it's just not cold enough yet. Indeed. <laughs> so, uh, the final scores were Maudlin 185 to Corpus Christi's 115. Yes. Very Combined score of 300, so mm-hmm. it was a fairly high-scoring uh, round. Yes. Well done to both teams, but unfortunately only one could win, and Maudlin were definitely the better team this time around. They were, they were. So congratulations to Maudlin, but also a good job to Corpus Christi. Yeah, and I think we have to keep hammering this home for people to remember this. Mm. They did very well to get to the televised rounds, because there are so many other knockarounds before you get to this point to begin with. Yeah, and I think it also bears saying, bears repeating, um, for everyone watching University Challenge to please be kind about contestants. Yes. You're tweeting about them or commenting about them. Yes, especially, I'm sure that Sean knows how he looks when he's on TV, when he's concentrating. He doesn't need to be reminded. Mm. Leave him alone. Yeah. He is a phenomenal player and I'm sure he's a lovely guy as well, Mm -hmm, off camera. mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, thank you very much for joining us on this first part of the journey. Uh, We are, as we said at the beginning of this episode, we are not going away over Christmas. We'll be giving a couple of bonus um, episodes as we go along. Yes. 
And uh, we'll be seeing you next week where we'll be giving our predictions for the quarterfinals. Yeah, so if you'd like to give us any input about your predictions for the quarterfinals and finals, you can always drop us an email at igtopodcast at gmail.com. Indeed, or you can send us a message on Twitter at ICTO2. Yes. Either tweet us directly or drop us a DM. You'll have to follow us first though. Our DMs are not open because, you know, we're sensible. Yeah, and we're also on Instagram as I got that one. Indeed. So until next week, thank you very much for joining us. Remember mm-hmm. to tell a friend about this uh, podcast. We're yeah. found pretty much everywhere at this point. So yeah. just look us on your favorite podcast uh, player and you'll find us. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.